Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good afternoon, this is Dr. McDaniel. It's Sunday, May 20th, and I'm back on GYN Corner Facebook Live, and it will also be on YouTube channel, GYN Corner. Uh, as the title suggested, or I guess it stated, I'm presenting information on the vaginal contraceptive ring. The brand is called NuvaRing. There is a generic for it, Etogenestrel, but um, most people just get the brand, which is the NuvaRing. The NuvaRing is the second most popular contraceptive method. The first, of course, are birth control pills. I spoke uh, the other week about birth control pills or oral contraceptives. There's a gajillion in one of them. They all do the same thing. They suppress ovulation, so no egg, no pregnancy. The ring does the same thing, suppresses ovulation, no egg, no pregnancy. However, with the ring, it's different than the pills. So both the ring and the pills have combined uh, hormone hormones, so estrogen or estradiol and progesterone. Those two combined in a constant suppressive state, uh, they prevent ovulation. So same story, you don't ovulate, no egg, no pregnancy. However, the ring is considered to be local, it's not systemic, so a lot of the, the side effects that we use the pills for uh, to help with different issues that people are having, we can't use the ring for. So a lot of people take the birth control pills to regulate certain premenstrual symptoms, breast tenderness, bloating, acne, appetite change, all of that. You can't use the ring for that. Now certain pills will increase or exacerbate certain premenstrual symptoms for some women and the good news is that the ring will won't do that either because it doesn't help with premenstrual symptoms but it also won't add or or exacerbate or cause any premenstrual symptoms so the ring is is nice because it really just works locally uh, it's specifically just for contraception now certain pills you can take that will lighten and shorten the cycle significantly for some women the ring doesn't do that. The ring will usually give, regardless of where that person starts with, it will usually um, induce four to five day menstrual cycles, light to moderate flow. The ring will decrease menstrual cramping because you don't ovulate, so you don't have the cyclical production of prostaglandins that causes cramping. So it will light and shorten the the um, cramps um, will decrease them significantly it does not even though it does suppress ovulation for whatever reason scientifically we don't know why it does not seem to lighten and shorten the cramps and minimize the cramps as well as most of the low dose monophasic birth control pills do so the ring will suppress the cramps a lot because it prevents ovulation just doesn't do it as well as some of the pills will. It will lighten and shorten the cycles. Most women, as I said, it will get three to five days. Um, usually it's around four, light, moderate flow. But with some of the pills, you can get one to two days or skipped cycles. So it's still not as good as the pills on that behalf. 
Uh, the good news and the bad news for some people is that it does not manipulate hormonal symptoms, so premenstrual symptoms. So it won't lighten, shorten a lot of the symptoms that people have. They may have one to two weeks of symptoms naturally. Some of the pills will give them maybe one to two days and it won't lighten them as much, but it also won't induce certain symptoms that some women will have. So that's the advantage of it. Some women always have issues with certain pills. It doesn't matter what it is. And um, with the ring, they shouldn't have any of those issues. Now, of course, not everyone follows that bell-shaped curve. So some women will always complain that they have certain premenstrual symptoms or certain issues on the pills and they still have it on the ring. Scientifically, that should not be the case. But of course, some people are going to be at the extremes of that bell-shaped curve and they may or may not have issues that scientifically are not explained. The nicest advantage of the ring is that you don't have to take a pill every day. For the birth control pills, you have to take a pill every day at the same time every day. So within the same, ideally, 15-minute time frame every single day, regardless of what's going on. If you don't take the pills every day at the same time, they're not guaranteed to work. That's how people get pregnant on the pills every month. The nice part about the ring is that you don't take a pill because it's a ring. So for the ring, you have to be comfortable sticking your fingers in the vagina. As I like to tell the patients, you have to be comfortable sticking your fingers in the vagina twice a month. First to put the ring in, you just squish it up, stuff it up into the vagina until you don't feel it, just like tampons. And then you have to be comfortable sticking your fingers in the vagina again to hook it out. Everyone says the ring is easy to place, easy to remove. The catch is some people tell me they get the heebie-jeebies, put their fingers in the vagina like that. Some people just don't like the concept that the ring is just sitting in there all the time. It's like wearing a tampon all the time and they don't know if that's uh, safe or if it's um, medically okay. Of course it is safe, it's medically okay. It's just a, looks like a clearish, translucent or cloudy colored ring. It's about that small. So it's about that small, a little bit smaller than my eyeglasses uh, frame, and it's squishy. You can take the ring out for up to three hours at a time. You just have to remember to put it back in. It's one size fits most as usual, so it's not one size fits everyone. Some women cannot wear tampons. The tampons fall out or slip down when they cough, sneeze, etc. Same with the ring. So it's one size fits most. It depends on how good of pelvic muscle strength you have, pelvic floor. As I mentioned before, I live near the, by design, I live right in front of New Jersey Transit. There's the train coming right there. Yay, New Jersey Transit. So I live by design, I live by the New Jersey Transit because when we moved from Manhattan to New Jersey, the key for me was to find a home that we liked that was walking distance to the train station because rain, snow, sleet, uh, hail, blah, blah, the postman's mantra. Uh, I had to be able to get on New Jersey Transit. So as long as the transit's running, I'm able to get in and out of the city. Our office is Midtown Manhattan. This train goes directly to Penn Station. No transfers knock on wood it rarely ever gets crowded it's not like the um 
LAWR is always crowded to Long Island. So this train, it's only once an hour. Usually I'm inside and not always outside, so you can't really hear it anyways. It's easy. Get on the train. I'll either read or go to sleep. Wake up at Penn Station. Perfect, exactly what we wanted. Exactly what the doctor ordered, except when I'm out here talking, not so easy. Uh, all right, bye-bye. Bye-bye, NJT. And once it's gone, there's the parking lot. So I go right outside, backyard. We live in a cul-de-sac, so it's nice. And then New Jersey Transit. So it takes me two minutes to get to the train station. Actually, it's less than two minutes. It takes me about 30 seconds to get to the train station and to the platform. So it's pretty easy. Um, of course, I forgot what I was saying now. Yeah, so you do have to be comfortable sticking your fingers in the vagina twice a month. You can take the ring out for up to three hours at a time. Of course, you do have to put it back in within the three hours or it doesn't work. Most women do tell me that they leave the ring in for intercourse, sexual activity, but you can take it out if you want. Um, you can take it out. Some people will notice that they get like a weird cloudy discharge. Every blue moon, someone will tell me that. Uh, you can take it out, rinse it off every day or a couple times a week in the shower tub, put it back in. That will eliminate that weird discharge that some people will notice. Most people don't notice it. Some people will comment on it. And um, the ring is three weeks in. The fourth week you take it out so that you get a cycle. So the fourth week, no hormones. That withdrawal of the hormones locally induces the menstrual cycle. You can do the extended cycle routine. So you can get a ring, put a fresh ring in every three weeks. So three weeks, replace immediately, three weeks. You can do three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. And you can allow yourself to skip cycles. So you could do every three month cycle or every six month cycle with ring. Uh, a lot of women will do it just to skip their cycle for like a, a special event or something. But you can do it for extended times. Uh, the only caveat to that is that a lot of the insurance plans people have won't pay for the ring, same the way they won't pay for the pills. They won't pay for the rings to be um, uh, provided to someone in advance like that so you'd have to do potentially a mail-in system where you always get three months at a time and then you may have to pay for one ring here or there to make up that extra time frame for the difference between doing it monthly versus doing it every three months but can be done it's perfectly safe no issues as long as you just keep track of the time frame so uh, sometimes I will get someone who says they forgot that the ring was in place until they start having weird bleeding and then they remembered they had the ring in place and it's been maybe four or five weeks. The ring is not supposed to be relied upon for contraception past the three weeks lifetime of that individual ring. So continuing with one ring past that is you're on your own reconnaissance. You've, you're off the grid on that one. Some women will be able to eke out four weeks contraception, but that's not recommended. It's recommended to replace the ring every three weeks. So three weeks in, either out for a week or three weeks in, and then a fresh one in the following three weeks. Now, uh, sometimes I like to tell the patients wild stories, so I'm gonna tell this wild story. 
I had a patient that I saw about six months ago. This was crazy. I had a patient I saw about six months ago. Um, I had not seen her. Uh, I used to do everything, major surgery, minor surgery, pregnancies, some of the high-risk pregnancies, deliveries. That's how I have the knowledge base to give my talks. But I cut out deliveries for lifestyle reasons. I cut out major surgeries for lifestyle. I cut out a lot of stuff for lifestyle reasons. As most people know, I have four kids. I now live in the suburbs and just because everyone has to have a balance of life and work. The best balance for me was to cut everything out. I still keep up to date on things. I still give um, uh, counseling and um, do um, consults on a lot of things, especially surgeries and especially pregnancies. I still see the first trimester pregnancies, but I'm not out in the fields doing all everything now. It's just not sustainable for me, as they say, <laughs> not sustainable. So I had a patient I had seen for a couple of years, young woman, she got pregnant, I saw her the first trimester, and as I tell the patient, she graduated, woo, we gave her a cap and gown, she went to the OB doctor now, because I'm not doing the delivery. So, so she had the baby, and nice, nicely enough, a lot of the patients come back, it's convenient for them, thankfully they like me, uh, it's convenient for them to come back after the baby, but I didn't see her right after the baby, so she had the baby, and then I saw her maybe when the baby was around almost about a year old, about a year, maybe a little over a year old, maybe 12 months, 14 months or something. And I had seen her maybe three months earlier for a problem for like a yeast infection or something. For these infections, I just put the speculum in, I do the cultures, give treatment, blah, blah. But for a, a comprehensive GYN annual for the annual for GYN, I'll also do a bimanual exam where we put the hands on the belly, the hands in the vagina, or fingers in the vagina, and I feel for the uterus, ovaries, any nexal masses, anything unusual on the pelvis. Now, American College of OBGYN has actually recommended that we don't do that bimanual anymore unless someone has complaints of pain because obviously, as I like to tell patients, everything in GYN is uncomfortable. So it's uncomfortable. Some people flip out. They're jumping all over the table because hands in the vagina, you press on their belly. This is a train going in the opposite direction. Woo! That one's going to New York. The first one was going further south. New Jersey, but of course, they're once an hour in both directions. So, there's that one. So, I had seen her a couple of months prior for an infection, but I hadn't done it by manual because that's not necessary. It's, you don't need to do that for a vaginal infection. And now for the annuals, American College of OBGYN says you don't need to do by manuals for the annuals either, but I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I'm used to doing bimanuals with the annual, so I do the bimanual exam for all annuals. Doesn't matter how young she is, doesn't matter how old she is, doesn't matter if she had an issue or not, I'm going to do bimanual because that's what I'm comfortable doing to make me feel like this lady had a complete exam. I did the bimanual and I said, wait a minute. I said, you didn't say you had, you were on the ring. I said, you have a, a vaginal ring in here? I said, you said you weren't on any contraception, you have a vaginal ring? She goes, I don't have a ring. And I pulled out a ring. I go, then what is this? 
instead of a clear soft pliable ring it was brown hard barely could flex it I said what is this I said this is a ring she goes oh my god she goes oh my god she goes I saw you three months ago wasn't there I said no I saw you three months ago I had the speculum in. You were here for a yeast infection. You didn't come in for an annual. I didn't do the second part of the exam. I said, this ring's been in here for a long time. I've never seen a brown, dried up, hard ring. I said, when did you put this ring? And you had to put it in after you had the baby because obviously it would have come out with the baby. She goes, ah, oh, I think I put it now of course when you say I think I put that means you know you put it in right like how could you think you may have put a ring in? she knew she put a ring and she goes um I think I put a ring in when I had some weird bleeding uh, and I, I had a weird period like when the baby was like maybe two months old I said okay so then this thing's been to, so you put the ring in you forgot you had a ring in the vagina because people forget it. it you don't feel it's like a tampon you put a tampon in you're not constantly feeling a you shouldn't feel a tampon at all if it's in the upper two-thirds of the vagina same with the ring you're not going to feel the ring it's in the upper two-thirds of the vagina I said you put this ring in it two months I said who told you to do that she goes well I, I think I had a weird period and I put the ring in because I figured it would stop ble she goes I read on the internet she goes I read on the internet that the ring would stop stop bleeding if I put it in I said, yes, anything with estrogen will stop bleeding if you put it in. But you didn't know why you had the weird bleeding. That was really inappropriate to do. I said, you should have come in to get it checked out or gone to your OB doctor if it was right after delivery to get it checked out. You don't just go on the Internet, read a recommendation and put it in because all of those recommendations don't apply to everyone. That's a general recommendation under those circumstances. It's not a specific, tailored, customized recommendation for you. So she goes, yeah, I, yeah, I had somewhere bleed, but it stopped the bleeding. I said, yes, it has estrogen in it, so it stopped the bleeding. I said, so then that means you've had this ring in your vagina for about a year. Yes, she had a ring, vaginal ring in the vagina, straight for one year, of course, and never, never had any issues, of course. So the the selling point for the for the ring for the new ring is she didn't feel it it didn't come out she never had any issues her husband didn't have any issues everybody was happy as a clam that ring sitting in there and it wasn't until I did the bimanual exam that I felt it I pulled it out hard brown I mean literally brown like like this color brown brown ring and the ring is clear to cloudy it was completely dried up it wasn't as hard as a rock but it was pretty hard because it was no it was old it'd been dried out no infection no issues for her so it also rang home to me that even though the american culture you know american college of OBGYN and all of these some um, public health announcements as i've stated before about the breast issues these announcements are public health announcements they're for like the masses they're not for individuals and a lot of times when they make announcements like that they're they're making it for either money or for convenience that by manual announcement that it's not necessarily due by manuals on every woman for her annual was because a lot of 
I mean, sometimes I really, I don't really like doing bimanuals because a lot of people flip out. Eh, it's uncomfortable. Eh, oh, it's pressure. It's never painful unless you have a medical condition. It's just a lot of discomfort. You got fingers in the vagina and someone pressed on your belly. Nobody wants that. And, and as physicians, we don't like doing these exams. We do them because it's necessary for your health. And that just rang home to me that what if I had taken that recommendation by American College of Obijin not to do by Mandelson. God only knows how long this lady would have had that ring sitting in. And then even though ACOG says you don't need to do by Mandelson, everyone, I would have looked like the fool because she saw me as a gynecologist and I never did a bimanual. No one would have said, oh, well, she didn't need a bimanual. It was, it's not really recommended anymore. And she didn't complain of pain. They would have said, oh my God, she saw the gynecologist and the gynecologist never found it. Well, with the speculum, it's not going to find it because the blades of the speculum will cover the ring which is why when she came in three months earlier, I didn't see the ring. I put the blades in for the speculum, did the cultures, that was it. It wasn't until I, because I'm old school, 30 years now, I'm old school, I did it by manual because that's what I do to feel like this lady got a complete evaluation for GYN. I mean, we've whittled away so many things in medicine um, now we have internists doing pap smears. If the pap smear is abnormal, they can't manage it. They still send the patient to GYN. But we have internists doing pap smears. Everybody and their sister Sue is throwing a sonogram on somebody for, for half the time for nothing, just because because they don't do bimanuals. But this wouldn't have been seen with the pap smear. It wouldn't have been seen with the sonogram. You had to actually be a gynecologist, put your fingers in the vagina, do the bimanual exam. So I guess take-home messages the nuva rings for most people aren't uncomfortable they don't cause issues for them they're pretty easy they're easy to put in they're easy to take out and see your gynecologist for a full complete exam make sure they do the bimanual at the end if they're used to doing bimanuals bimanual reveals a lot about a patient's uh, health status pelvic wise so I went a little bit off tangent but it was a little bit on tangent because it was with respect to the nuva ring Hope that's been helpful for people who have been interested or curious or didn't know that the ring was an available contraception uh, for equally um, uh, valuable for contraception as the pills. And I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their sunny Sunday. At least it's sunny here in the Northeast tri-state area. Uh, be back tomorrow, Monday, Monday morning blues. This is Dr. McDaniel, GYN Corner here on Facebook Live and check out the YouTube channel. I know it's not looking great yet, but I'm slowly working on it. I'm getting my 11 year old to slowly improve it bit by bit. It'll probably be over the course of the year or so. Have a good rest of the day and thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. All things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.